Welcome to Shift, a college admissions ACT and SAT podcast for a changing world. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable ACT course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can get a free trial at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast will get you 10% off at checkout. Now, let's get started. Today, we have Lindsay Tan from Logic Prep with us. Lindsay, if you could just introduce yourself and a bit about your firm, that'd be great. Hi, Tyler. It's great to be here. My name is Lindsay, um, and I'm the founder and CEO of Logic Prep. Um, For over a decade, we've been supporting thousands of students all around the country and all around the world um, through their college application and standardized testing journeys um, to help them maximize their potential, find the best fit, and land at a place that they love. Wonderful. Yeah, and so today, this our topic is going to be about how college admissions offices look at your transcript, right? And that's your GPA, you know, the topics of the classes you took, whether you took APs, um, all the above, right? So I'd love for you to kind of take it from the top, you know, as an overview, what are the most important things that a college looks at? Absolutely. So I guess I would preface this all by saying that context matters. And there's no sort of magical um, predetermined slate of classes that are the desirable classes from a college perspective. I think the guiding principle um, that we share with all of our students and families is to make sure that they're challenging themselves within the context of their individual high school, whatever that is. And so every high school offers different classes. Um, and so it's important to be really mindful of what the kind of array of offerings is and to maximize mm-hmm. um, that opportunity set to the extent that that's possible. Um, so actually, when the transcript gets submitted to universities by the high school guidance office, it goes along with what's called the secondary school report. And the secondary mm-hmm. school report is a really important document um, that outlines the um, classes that are available to students at each grade level um, within the context of that individual high school. So it's sort of like a a guide for admissions officers to be able to interpret the transcript. Um, Got it. Yep. Well, yeah. Can you tell me a bit then about what they're going to be looking for, right? Are they looking for, let's say you're applying for um, a STEM degree or something, right? That are they going to be looking for you to be taking the highest level physics class, right? Things like that. Yeah, I, I think that that's about right. So I think that the transcript, like so many other aspects of the application, is intended to tell a story. It's sort of a narrative um, in and of itself. So we really encourage students to challenge themselves within their areas of strength and interest. So I would encourage students to take the most rigorous course load um, in which they still believe that they're going to be able to maintain the strongest performance with a particular eye toward their areas of strength that are likely going to be what they want to pursue in college and beyond. So absolutely, if you're a strong STEM student thinking about applying as engineering, taking the most challenging, the most rigorous math and science classes absolutely makes sense from a college perspective. Got it. And then, yeah, I guess just like at a high level, right? What are, what are the things that are going to be evaluating you on? Um, so certainly rigor. 
Um, have mm-hmm. you, within the context of your school, taken advantage of the opportunities that are out there? Colleges want to make sure that you've been busy and engaged and participatory in the full mm-hmm. landscape of what's available to you um, at your high school. I also think trajectory matters. Um, so students sometimes have a little bit of a shakier start at the beginning of high school. There's a little bit of an adjustment right. period. And as I said, the transcript tells a story. So if that's the case for you and you're starting a lot, a little bit shakier ground, being able to tell a triumphant story of forward momentum and improvement is going to be really powerful. Mm-hmm. And so when you're, let's say that you're uh, a rising sophomore, a rising junior, how can you plan around this story, right? Like, how can you essentially, like, start to be thinking about your resume strategically and your transcript as a part of that? Well, I think, and this goes for both the transcript and sort of the academic selection and the extracurricular selection, when we're talking about freshman year, we want to keep as many doors open as possible. So that's really the time to be exploratory, to take risks, um, to try stuff and sort of chase the natural path of your curiosity and interests. And then there's sort of like a natural honing process where I think we want to go deeper rather than broader, ideally, as high school sort of continues. So by the time sophomore or junior year course selection is taking place, um, you should have a sense of what are your areas of strength, of interest. Maybe that's been ascertained through your kind of course experience and engagement with teachers and guidance counselors so far. Maybe it's also been predetermined um, or is in the process of being determined by summer programs uh, that mm-hmm. you've had the chance to participate in. Because that's kind of a, a place where you can go a little bit deeper in an area and say, hey, like, I might want to lean into this um, and then pursue mm-hmm. that more deeply in high school and then in college. Um, and also at that point, certainly by junior year, we're really thinking ahead about potential, um, college selections and majors. And so I think it is a time to really be mindful about where do you want to invest your time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and also, uh, essentially not just where do you want to invest your time, but how do you want to position yourself? Right like in position sort of your resume. Like, I think that there might be like, I don't know, at least for me personally, I I have heard that even if you're going into computer science, you might want to take like AP physics, even if you're not necessarily trying to be a physics major or it just shows that you can solve problems, which like colleges want to see. Right. So there's outside of even just like, what am I interested in? There's some strategy to it potentially. Yeah, well, I think ideally those things sort of coalesce and are one in the same conversation. Um, mm-hmm. But absolutely, I, I think that as students begin to sort of follow their interests and think about how that might translate to college and beyond, um, it's also a time when they're engaging more deeply with the range of classes that are available at their high school with potential extracurricular options, summer programs, um, work opportunities. And through that, the sort of narrative is being refined. And I would say it's a natural and sort of iterative process to some degree and a strategic one. Got it. Yeah. So then how, when, when colleges are looking at you know, things like your GPA and also just, uh, you know, the rigor of your classes, how is that sort of weighted? Like first sort of by year, right? Like how much they 
like it sounds like you can get away with a bad freshman year if you have you know stronger performance later other things like that yeah i think more emphasis is certainly given to the later years of high school as i said like you know mm. admissions officers are evaluating transcripts with context in mind um so the trajectory does indeed matter um they're also going to be looking at how students perform in those higher level courses once they have access to them. Um, mm. And I think something to keep in mind, uh, and this is a question we get a lot, is that grades don't cease to matter <laughs> uh, senior year. Um, mm-hmm. And so for students that are applying early decision or early action, those are November 1 or November 15th deadlines typically, um, Usually first quarter, first trimester grades will go along depending on kind of how the school has designed their curriculum. Um, and then for regular decision, colleges are going to be evaluating the first half of senior year. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that for students who are deferred in the early action or early decision round, um, a really strong sort of counterpoint or something to put forward after a deferral um, is a strong record of first semester grades. Um, so mm-hmm. while you're waiting... First semester senior year, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So senior year is an important time. So while you're waiting for um, early decisions to come in, make sure to keep those grades up because in the case of a deferral, it'll be helpful to point to strong performance in that fall of senior year. Right. And you don't want to leave it as like a what if, right? Yep. I think that's exactly right. And as, as I said sort of earlier... Um, we're all about keeping as many doors open as possible. And I think grades are one of those things where you don't want to look back with regret regret and say, oh, if only I'd worked a little bit harder, pushed myself a little bit further in these classes. Um, you know, where would, where would I have landed? Right. And so also the other question I had on, on sort of how college admissions offices look at weight is uh, for like by topic or what you call major in college, right? So if someone's applying for like a STEM class or sorry, a STEM major and they maybe don't have like great grades in English, is that going to be something that still kind of hurts them because, you know, you want to see well-rounded students or is it less important? Um, I think, and I, you know, I, I don't want to go to sort of the snarky answer, but ideally we want to be as strong as we can be across the board. Um, yeah. and I think that, I think there's probably more forgiveness, more flexibility when, um, those weaker grades fall outside the primary area of interest. Um, but I think when it comes to positioning, you know, oneself to have as many options as possible, um, strong grades universally matter, um, because many mm-hmm. of these colleges too, you know, they're not reading by major necessarily. Um, and colleges too have an expectation, or at least most colleges do, that students are engaged, are going to engage across a wide range of courses and disciplines once they arrive on campus. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And then any other kind of thoughts about how college admissions look at your GPA and transcript that you want to wrap up with here? Anything that we didn't cover also? Hmm. I would say, you know, uh, and it's in, every transcript looks different. Every secondary school report looks different. But for the most part, colleges are only seeing the final 
semester grade or year grade. They're not seeing progress reports. They're not seeing quarterly grades. Um, mm-hmm. And so I bring that up to say that those reports are actually a really important signal to you as the student of how things are progressing and what you can do to improve when there's still opportunity to improve. So to really take uh, those opportunities seriously, to kind of lean in and um, seek help from your teachers and utilize the resources uh-huh. available to you um, when you do have the opportunity to be more proactive. I also think you know it's important to remember that Students will be applying to schools with teacher letters of recommendations on their behalf. Um, and it's important, particularly in junior year, um, to develop strong rapport with those teachers. And, you know, each time a grade report comes out, that's an awesome opportunity to be engaged, be proactive, mm-hmm. seek out support. Um, so not only um, that might translate to a stronger grade, but also a stronger relationship with your teachers. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Well, great. Anything else before we wrap up here? No, I think that's great. Thank you. All right. This has been Shift, a college admissions podcast for a changing world, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Lindsay from Logic Prep. And you can get a free trial of Achievable's ACT course by going to achievable.me. And if you like it, use the code podcast to get 10% off.